The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Mexi Mind Matters. Another episode, episode 302, coming to you live from west of Ohio, the home away from home. Yeah, technically, we live in Columbus, Ohio, west of the city schools. What's, 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 meh, school districts, I don't get it. Anyways, we have quite an insightful episode today, mainly discussing why on earth do people think let's contact a personal injury attorney after we've already stuck our foot in our mouths yes that is what we'll be discussing today why on earth do we do this to ourselves is beyond me and this came about from recent ventures where a lot of people have come to me with stories and having done this for a bit of time now I'm just baffled at how people don't realize we live in a country that we can basically sue anybody for anything hell the dumbass lady from McDonald's won her case because she drank scolding hot coffee. And now all McDonald's cups have to have caution, hot coffee. I mean, it's just common sense. Mind you, the other yeah, coffee was a little hotter than usual. But again, you're not going to chug hot coffee. So... That, but that's just that's just me. The other issue at hand is in the people that have approached me with these scenarios and these real life events, you can clearly see the disparity between people who know comparative negligence versus people who just outright think they deserve the payday. Case in point, we had someone, Hispanic, mind you, Hispanic individual, whether they were here legally or not, that's not my concern. The issue at hand is, they, they work at a taco truck up on the west side. They were hit by a car. Yes, you're hearing me correctly. A taco truck actually looks like a giant van. It's not necessarily an actual truck, but I guess it's, it could be considered one of those U-Haul trucks type type size. Yes, the taco truck got rear-ended or side-ended by a car leaving the parking lot where the taco truck was. 
The lady claimed that she had back issues from the impact. Oh, the truck got dented by the other vehicle. Mind you, again, how fast do you think a vehicle pulls out of a parking lot? Let's just assume this person was drunk and just gunned it out of the parking lot at nine in the morning. So they gun it and then somehow, some way hit the truck enough to dent the outside of the truck. But yet you're expecting to believe that you inside the truck got wobbled enough to create back problems. And that's the thing. If you came to me and you looked healthy as an ox, I'm more likely to believe this unlikely story. But the fact that you look like a fat slob, I'm going to guess your back problems are probably from standing up too much, serving tacos. So then I explained to them, we have to set up the claim with both people. We didn't know who the other insurance was. Why? Because the person peaced out said, you're fucking fine, which... I would have probably done the same. So, I tell her, look, we're going to have to set up a claim with your commercial policy. Who owns the taco truck? Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to do that. No, no, no. And she gets terrified. I'm like, in the state of Ohio, your insurance cannot legally raise your rates for an accident that was not your fault. They can raise it for any other stupid reason they want to. That cannot be one of them. They can get away with circumventing that, but regardless, they can't do that. Oh, no, no. My sister owns a truck. We don't want any problems. Oh, so now I understand you're here illegally. Your sister owns a truck, and your sister's not going to like setting up a claim. Well, I thought you just said you own the taco truck. No, no, no. It's my sister's. Uh, the policy's under her name, but I, I own it. I make the payments. No, no. That's the other thing that people don't understand in this country. And I used to be, I used to be like that. When I got in my last accident six over six years ago, my dad technically owned my car. I was making payments, and that was the last time my parents owned anything of mine. They still try to pull that stunt, and I'm like, no, 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 no. That's gonna lead to a bunch of liability issues. I don't even want to hear it. The owner of anything is the person who has the deed, the title, the name is on the paperwork. It doesn't matter who is driving and making payments. You can have your own insurance policy, but if the car you are driving is not on the insurance policy, that's an issue. You can't just have insurance to insure you driving whatever car. That's not how this works. So yeah, the taco truck was not owned by the person who was trying to set up a claim and file a, cl a case with us. It was owned by the sister who probably had no idea this Yahoo came to us. Oh, she doesn't want to file a claim. Well, yeah, I wouldn't either. Like, if I came to you with an idea to do insurance fraud... That's different because at least I know that I have to know it all to cover all my bases. Joe Schmo coming to me with an idea for insurance fraud? No, that's not happening.
Same thing with the sister. The sister's not going to set up a claim under her policy claiming that you were injured just to raise her rates. Which we don't know what other accidents have occurred on her commercial policy. So they can't raise it for an accident that's not your fault, but they can raise it for too many claims in a certain period of time. That's how they get you. That's why we do what we do. So yeah. If that is the case, if you know that, get your story right. Don't be saying, I was serving tacos and I did not fall down. If somebody hits the car, you better be making up a scenario where you were climbing inside to grab something, the wobble made you trip and fall, and that's a more likely story. You injured your ankle, not your lower fucking back. You can't get... I've had a lot of clients who come to me saying, Oh yeah, my shoulder tear, my carpal tunnel was caused by the accident. No. Carpal tunnel does not just magically appear. Nor does a shoulder tear. Especially, I had a few people who kept saying, ACDA, rear end accident caused a shoulder tear. Please explain that to me. A client literally went as far as to say, I was gripping the wheel too strong. I'm like, okay. Well, the rear end accident did not move the shoulder. So how'd the shoulder move if you're gripping the steering wheel? If anything, you would have a shoulder joint pop. But according to this police report, the impact wasn't hard enough. So please explain to me how that works. Yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. So, please think about how the mechanism of injury makes any sense. Speaking of making sense, would it make sense to cleanse your liver every once in a while? Use promo code MEXI for our new and upcoming company, The Green Tender. MEXI's been doing this cleanse this week. It is glorious. I'm doing it five days. It's basically juice, juice, milk, juice, juice, milk. Easy enough. You can do it two days, three days, five. Promo code MEXI saves on your first cleanse. The Green Tender, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Now, I will say the fourth juice, it's a red juice. It's got beets in it. It's got cayenne pepper. You will shit your pants. It's a cleanse. FYI. Also, your same promo code Mexi can save you on your bundling with American National. Give my man Ray more a call. Save on your auto, home, life insurance. Get an umbrella policy. Get full coverage. American National, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. As is Hand and Stone Massage. Mexi goes to the one in Polaris. Got an appointment set up for Saturday. Use promo code MEXI and save on your first week's massage or your membership. Comes out once a month. Whatever day you sign up, that's when it comes out. You get a free massage every month. They stack up. Additional perks not included. Hand and Still Massage, a proud sponsor of the MEXI My Matters podcast. And it's Super Studios 253. Join now. Join the Team Super. Code Super will 
make you the best version of yourself. Promo code Mexi will save you on your first class. Super Studios 253, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Different scenario, same issue. Biking. In the state of Ohio, bikes are just like vehicles on the road. So another scenario that came came was told to me. You're biking, coming down a hill, and obviously it's a road, so cars are coming up and down. Car tries to overtake other car. You're all the way in the front. Well, car doesn't realize there's oncoming traffic. Swerves. You're not really paying attention. You fall off your bike. Well, this is why you want to give my man Raymo a call. Homeowners insurance follows you around wherever you may be. There's a medical payments coverage on that as well. Same thing with your auto insurance. Your auto insurance has medical payments coverage that covers you for anything related to an auto accident. You don't even have to be in a vehicle for that to apply. But make sure you check your policy language because some do, some don't. Mine does. Now, obviously, if you're on a motorcycle, make sure that's on the policy. So you fall flat in your face. Squad comes. Oh, no, no, I'm fine. It was my fault. You want to go to the ER by ambulance, but you go after the fact anyways because you're in pain. Yes, you want to make sure all your bills are ran through your health insurance. That just makes common sense, especially if it's private health insurance. But why would you not stop admitting that you had something to do and you weren't paying attention the entire time you're at the ER and when you get a call, because you know the insurance companies, they're going to want to call you, make sure you don't admit that. Now, in this case, if the car pieces out, you got to make sure at least somebody catches some evidence. Some states don't follow the phantom ghost car rule. Ohio does. So, for example, in Kentucky, the phantom ghost car that caused the accident has to actually hit you in order for it to even apply. In Ohio, it doesn't have to. There just has to be enough evidence to support that there was a phantom car that caused the accident. In this case, the person swerving. They, they probably didn't stop. I wouldn't either. However, that led to the accident. Yes, there'd be, be some comparative negligence, but we don't want to say that. That's why you don't talk to the insurance companies after the fact. You don't talk to anybody. If you want to file a claim, get yourself a PI attorney. Case in point. If they stop, police report, get insurance information. If they don't stop, make sure somebody stops. There was at least three vehicles there. Somebody's got to stop. The EMS shows up. Yes, I need to go to ER. That enough would be enough proof to show that there was a phantom car that caused the incident as long as you say what happened. I fell off the bike while riding? No, not good enough. I fell off the bike because a car swerved into my lane trying to overtake another vehicle. Oh, we got other people to corroborate the story? Yes, that sounds more plausible. Now, if you set up a claim with your insurance, 
make sure your medical payments coverage is over the minimum requirement of $1,000 and over $5,000 because any standard ER visit is going to be $5,000 easily. Mine is $25,000 for that specific reason. That at least covers a minor surgery. Now, on top of that, if a claim is set up with your auto insurance and they know that somebody else caused the accident and you got a name, license plate, something, they will do everything in their power to find the responsible party and get their money back. Do you think they're not going to get their money back? Oh, no, they're going to get their money back. So, yeah, it behooves you to do it because your insurance, every insurance has a duty to protect you, first and foremost. So, if somebody hits you, the main complaint I always hear is, well, they're taking forever to fix my car. Yeah, because they have to talk to their insured to corroborate what you're saying. That's their duty as the insurance of the other person. Your insurance will be doing the same. You just assume, oh, they're automatically responsible. Based on what? That they ran the red light? Okay. Why were you still going? Why didn't you not see them coming? Oh, because you weren't paying attention. Comparative negligence. Just because somebody hits you does not mean they're 100% at fault. You had something to do with it potentially. Especially in the failure to yield. That's at an intersection, for those who don't know. Somebody has the right of way, somebody doesn't, and then boom, hits you from the side. A rearing accident is pretty easy. Anybody who reared someone else is automatically 100% at fault, by law. Failure to yield, not so much. So yeah, they have to get a hold of their insured. If their insured doesn't answer the phone because they're working, yeah, that could take a while. If you don't answer the phone, that will also take a while. So this is the most common reason why within the first month you don't get a call to fix your car. This is why if you have your own car insurance like you're supposed to be and not driving uninsured, go through your insurance. Yes, they will make you pay your deductible, but you'll get that reimbursed once the Apple party accepts liability. If it's a comparative negligence, you'll only get part of it back. Oh, yes, this does require you to have insurance, one, two, a valid license, and three, actually have good car insurance. Because guess what? Uninsured motorist property damage is not going to cut it. This is why full collision coverage doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you have uninsured motorists. Full collision coverage only means that you, regardless of what happens in the accident, will have your car fixed and possibly a rental. Everything else means squat. Third and final scenario. Yes, make sure everybody's taking notes from home because this is very important. Third and final scenario. Now we'll wrap this up. Somebody called the office wanting to go after medical malpractice. Well, mind you, we don't do that. Some attorneys do, some don't. RPI firm does not do malpractice. Hey, uh, my wife had a heart monitor installed and uh, she just went to the doctor and they said they need to open her back up and fix it because it was installed wrong. Okay. Was the heart doctor that said this the same heart doctor did the surgery? No. Okay. When did she have the surgery? Oh, it was, uh, you know, April of this year. Okay. Any issues? She dying? No. 
Okay, so what? So what's what's the claim? You want to file a medical malpractice case because the monitor was lodged out of position or something happened to it, and this doctor says it's the other doctor's fault? Well, he didn't really say that. Oh, okay. So what do you say? He said it's lodged out of position, and they need to rearrange it. Okay. Unless you've been sitting still for the last six months, anything could have moved the hot monitor. Anything. Yes. Falling down, that could have been a cause. So, unless she died or something is completely wrong, and it's automatically because the other doctor just shoved it in there sideways... This is not a medical malpractice suit. There's not even any negligence at this point. In order for negligence to apply, the negligent act has to lead to consequences. If the consequences are not there, and there's no corroborative evidence to say, oh, there was a negligent act, then no. Get off my fucking phone. Go home. Suck it up. Like, understand these things. This is why when I get my own firm up, I am not going to do PI. And if I did, I would definitely sort through the nonsense. I would be like, number one, no. We're not taking appointments over the phone. You're going to show up in person. You're going to bring me the evidence. And I'm going to see what you have. You will have, oh, you don't have evidence? And get out of my door. Get the fuck out of here. Another situation that most people tend to ignore is the fact that, oh, we think cameras are everywhere. This is in New York City. Especially in the smaller towns like Columbus, Ohio. There is no cameras everywhere. Even ODOT, that's the Ohio Department of Transportation, only has cameras at certain points on the freeway. On the freeway. Yes, there's a few intersections on regular roads that have cameras. Not all of them do. So, you expect me to believe that you think there's a camera at a McDonald's that caught the intersection? No. The cameras at businesses are to make sure nobody breaks in. They're not to they're not panoramic views of the entire area. And also, you may have to call them to let them know, "Hey, you want to save the evidence." Because if you don't, it's not going to get saved. Most of these don't even record. So, you guys are idiots. Well, that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the personal injury, how to not put your foot in your mouth one-on-one. As always, all the episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. And that's the thing that bugs me. If you have a scenario like this that has happened, at least present it to someone who does this for a living. Not calling the one dude you know, the dust PI, as soon as it happens is also part of the issue. And if anybody's going to get you paid for a negligent claim, as the saying goes, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time. Bye-bye.